from grain to glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. It's also uh, our 14th week of the Every Style Challenge. Woo! Which is uh, we did a really kind of impressive. It is. I haven't stuck with anything for more than 10 weeks since uh, since we started BNS, so... I haven't stuck with anything for more than 10 weeks since... Well... Uh, fetus. <laughs> makes makes sense. We, uh, we just recently uh, celebrated our 200th episode of <laughs> the Department of Defense... Uh, being on air, so that's that's pretty exciting. Unfortunately, I was working. No, I can I just open this with this? Oh shit! Yeah, it's gonna use it. Oh, we're not doing that one first. We're doing the this one first. That's second. Wait. We're doing this. First? Yes. Yep. In the pint. In the pint. God damn it! I got the order wrong. <laughs> I knew what went where. Just right. did the order wrong. So, uh, what have you been up to beer wise, man? Um, I went downstairs and I stared at my stout because I need to bottle it. Oh yeah, and you're like, nah. I mean, it's gonna be fine as long as I don't let it go for like two more months. But it just got to like the earliest. Well, it's about the midpoint now on what it should be. Or about the midpoint on when is prime for bottling. So I was like, yeah, but there's like another week that I could wait. Well, you know you should do? You should just bring it over here one night when we're brewing. And we'll get the maximum efficiency team on it and knock it out real quick. Yeah, I could. But then I got to carry it up my stairs, put it in my car, and that transportation seems hard, too. Mm, yeah. When I, I mean, I can just bottle it. Or... I can just be super lazy and put it on wood chips. Or you could borrow one of my kegs and go ahead and keg it. Eh, I don't want to keg it because I don't know if it's going to be okay. Oh, okay. Uh, well, well I'll, I'll get it bottled, but I might take a step of, you know, pouring some rum or some bourbon on some, some wood rum. chips and then aging it like a month, well, two or three weeks on those. Okay. Just to give myself extra time before bottling, really. <laughs> but I think it also tastes good. But it wasn't going to be aged. But now that the time is here, I'm like, well, well, how can we delay this a little bit more? So I went down and looked at it with the intention of setting up bottling equipment. And then I went upstairs and watched The Flash and went to sleep. Seems like a better, better use of time. <laughs> it was much more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, other than that, nothing, nothing, nothing going on besides our weekly brews. Yeah. Uh, well, you were sick for the last one. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to record. Uh, so we're we're doing one of those rare rare recordings where we're not brewing the same day. Um, actually, this this will be the second time that we've done it in as many weeks because. Yeah. Uh, we were both exhausted during the uh the dark. Uh. The Belgian Dark, yeah. the Belgian Dark Strong Ale, um, so we didn't record that day. Yeah, we were uh, both. Just or no, or did we record beat. that day? Or did we record a follow? I can't remember. 
Uh, I th- no, I think we recorded that day. Okay, yeah, we did. But we were we didn't really bottle that day. Yeah, yeah, we skipped yep. bottling and kegged. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay, yep. And s- no, we, we didn't got keg. another fermenter. We went and so bought we another fermenter, so we didn't have to bottle. <laughs> that's exactly what we did. Um, and then uh, this one we bottled, but we did not uh, record yeah. because you were you were ill. Um, <laughs> that was the illest. Yeah, yeah. So I was sick as fuck. Yeah. I went home. I like I went home. And I went to my bed, and then that's that's it. I don't oh, uh, so else. I guess I should fill you in, in on this then. So, <laughs> for the Belgian dark, we didn't hit gravity. Oh yeah, uh, we were low. Um, yeah, because I think you had you had bailed by the time we finished, or when I was yeah. I did. yeah. Um, so I had to dump some DME into it to bring the gravity up. Okay. But uh, then we hit gravity, and it took off like a rocket. So I think we're gonna be okay. Nice. Um, and then we hit we hit numbers on the ordinary bitter last or this this past brew. Yeah. So we we nailed numbers on that one. Um, and that one yesterday was going bloop 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 real well. <laughs> I don't know if it's still blooping over there or not. It's on the far right there. I ran out of painters tape. I gotta get some more painters tape. It's still so blooping, but not stuff. quite that fast. Yeah. It was it was really chugging uh, <laughs> yesterday. Um, as far as other beer related things. Man, uh, I got a new bottle washer that we you used did. on on Thursday, and that was pretty cool. Yep, that was um, cool. Yeah, trying to find ways to make bottling less shitty. Yeah, and that's the only way to say it, because it's not like make bottling better, because it doesn't get better; it just gets less shitty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, let's see. Went to South Dakota over the weekend. Drank a lot of Grain Belt. <laughs> uh, had As one, had one Alaskan Amber, and I'm like 95 percent sure it's the same keg that I've had the for the past three years. Yeah, it so, probably is. Yeah, like and like it's starting to get butterscotchy and oh, just yeah. super diacetyl, and I'm like, huh, I think this is old. So I had one that I didn't pay for, and then switched to Grain Belt. Or no, no, then I switched to just bourbon. But then they ran out of bourbon. Or at least they ran out of good bourbon. Yeah. And so I was like, huh, I don't know what to do now. Like, they had, <laughs> they had a bottle of Maker's Mark. <laughs> and there was only like, there there was there was literally four shots left in it. And, yeah. or no, there was, there was three shots left in it. And I had all three of those. And then they were out. <laughs> And like, so I was I was sitting next to my cousin, and we were we were chatting, and like I I made a face at the beer, and he's like, oh, was it not good? And I'm like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> and he's like, well, it's because it's all those flavors in there. And I was like, okay, yeah, that. And so he's like, well, uh, or, so then I, I go like up, my beer to taste like nothing. So then I go up to the bar and I come back with just you know a, a glass of you know bourbon on the rocks, and he's like, what's that? I'm like, well, it's it's bourbon. Well, no wonder you can grow a beard like that. You're more of a man than I'll ever be. I'm like, it's just <laughs> bourbon, dude. Like, calm down. <laughs> it's bourbon. It's not like I just drank a bottle of Jack in front of you, right? I'm not. I'm not down in turpentine over here. Like, this is a smooth, delicious beverage. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It was fun. I don't know. I think people like think of drinking straight liquor. And they imagine like you tried to do in high school, where you'd like chug like three glugs of it. You know, you're, you're sipping it like yeah. You sip a little and kind of swirl it around and be like, mm, yes, that's nice. 
I think just people don't know how to drink it, so they think, whoa, that's hardcore. Yeah. But it's, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not, guys. It's <laughs> it's it's a little bourbon. All right. Um, okay. So why don't we start uh, looking at this? Uh, or So we're, we're uh, the beer that we're tasting that we've made uh, is the ESE Tropical Stout. Yep. Um, I'm going to give you the uh, rundown of what the uh, recipe was. So it was eight pounds of US two row. Um, and then we used uh, it was uh, one pound of turbinado sugar and half a pound of brown sugar, uh, one pound of carafa three, uh, a half a pound of flaked oats, half a pound of coffee malt, and half a pound of roasted barley. Um, and then we uh, used an ounce of Magnum at 60 minutes um, and then fermented with California lager yeast. Yes. And that is our tropical stout. Um, finished up at 1020, giving us an ABV of 6%. All right. Um, and this and is our second totally blind one, right? Yes, yep, it was an Australian, yep. uh, and then this. Week. Yep. Yeah, so this is our second totally blind one in, in a row, because <laughs> we weren't able to find any of these. So, uh, overall impression on this, we're looking for a, uh, oh, this is a Category 16C, just as a ra- quick reference there. All right, so uh, overall impression, a very dark, sweet, fruity, moderately <laughs> strong ale with smooth, roasty flavors without a burnt harshness. So let's let's check aroma first here. Um, so we're looking for sweetness evident, moderate to high intensity, roasted grain aromas moderate to high, and can have coffee or chocolate notes. Fruitiness, medium to high, may have a molasses, licorice, dried fruit, and or uh, vinous aromatics. Stronger versions can have a subtle, clean aroma of alcohol. Hop aroma, low to none. Diastole, low to none. Mm-hmm. So what do you get? I'm getting that sweetness. That's moderately high for sure, if not high. It's got a sweetness. Um, it's got that fruit. Yeah. Uh, it's got that dried fruit smell. I'm trying to place it's it. It's almost like a, not not a plum, but... Like a date? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Maybe like a... Yeah, I think it's like a date. Well, almost like a... There's, there, there's a... Like uh, almost like a dried pineapple. I actually had that in my head. Too. Okay, I was thinking date and pineapple. Yeah, yeah. There's almost <laughs> like a dried pineapple sweetness to yeah. it. Like not not fresh, but just like yeah. a. It's it's like, not like a fresh juicy pineapple. It's mm-hmm. like a dried candy pineapple type of thing. And there's still a hint of roast <clears throat> if you come at it mm-hmm. quickly. I uh, like that. Just, that, just that, do a flyby. Uh, yeah, do a flyby. I get oh, like yeah. like coffee or chocolate there it is. and. <laughs> Is this a new move that we created? You do yeah, we, call, we call it the flyby, and you get a different aroma. So you just like you you make a U kind of over your glass, yeah, you just and like, you dip your nose down along yeah. it and swing back up. It's called the flyby. Yeah, patent pending. <laughs> so actually, sounds cool too. I get a nice roasty <laughs> roasty smell on the flyby. Yeah, you yeah, know, I get I get that. I get like it's either like a roast or like a dark chocolate on the. Yeah, flyby. I'm definitely getting that roasty like. Um, no alcohol aroma. Hey, I'm not getting that, but um, I mean, no hop aroma, strong, which is so. good. So I think I think we nailed the aroma. Man. I think the aroma's right. I think the aroma's good. All right, now the appearance: deep brown to black in color. Clarity uh, usually obscured by deep color. If not opaque, should be clear. 
large tan to brown head with good retention. Um, I mean, the head stick around for a bit. Yeah, I've uh, still got some light head. Yeah. It is opaque as opaque. Yeah, no, it's it's dark. It is very dark. It looks like a glass of black construction paper. You cannot <laughs> see through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's okay. no light coming. I, I think that I think that, that that's literally all there is for the appearance. Yeah. Like, well, there's not much to say about something that's just black and you can't see through. Yeah, no. Like, <clears throat> is but, it hazy? Is it not? Who knows? Who knows? You can't see through it. You just can't. All right, now the important one, the flavor. Ah, yes. So uh, you taste while I talk here. Okay. Uh, quite sweet with a smooth, dark grain flavors uh, can, and restrained bitterness. Roasted grain and malt character can be moderate to high with a smooth smooth coffee or chocolate flavor, although the roast character is mod, uh, moderated in the balance by a sweet finish. Moderate to high fruity esters can have a sweet, dark, rum-like quality, little to no hop flavor, medium uh, low to no diacetyl. Yes. Oh, it's good. <clears throat> it turned out well. All right. So, what do you what do you taste? Well, definitely. Let me try. I gotta get some notes because the whole back end is roasty, mm-hmm. coffee. Mm. But it's not an astringent roast. Mm-mm. Like it, it's almost like you just took so took like um, a shot of espresso and yeah. dumped it in there. No, it, it tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. But the whole back end. Is covered with that, so I, <coughs> I inhaled some. It's not good for the lungs. <laughs> um, I get uh, almost like a marshmallow, or no, not marshmallow. Uh, there's like a like a there's like a sugar cane. Like. Yeah, if we're talking mouthfeel, that marshmallows right mm-hmm. on the on the nose, but. Uh, Mm. What's that fruit character I'm picking up? Or no, it's it like it's it's like almost. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the right word for it. I'm picking up almost there's, no fruit. Well, I, I'm get I'm getting this like sweetness right in the middle. Yeah. That um and it's it's a little banana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit banana tempered tempered with uh with something like almost almost like a like dried a rub- banana. Ah, see, I was gonna say roasted banana, where like some of the sugars well, have slightly caramelized. Well, that's what I was thinking, like dehydrated, and like maybe like a banana chip. Yeah, banana chip. That's what I mean. I don't know okay. exactly how they make them. I yeah. think they they might like like I don't know what the fuck they do, but yeah, they but that it's, caramelized kind of. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost like a caramelized banana type type it deal. Tastes, yeah, it tastes like a banana chips were in this. Yeah, and then like I get is, I get I get is, a little bit of molasses. From it the works surprisingly well with that coffee flavor. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I would not want to see a beer described as uh, kind of like dried banana chips with coffee. If I saw that in a brewery, I'd be like, uh, no, thank you. Let's try that last. Throw it on the flight. We'll see. But <clears throat> yeah, it actually works super well. And I don't know why. I don't know. But this might be one of my new favorite stout uh, styles. It's got... A lot of cool flavor. Yeah, like man, it's it it is it is sweet, but it's not cloyingly sweet. Right. Um, so like it starts, and you immediately get 
like a little bit of roast from the grains. Uh, but then like you get that banana and molasses flavor right in the middle. And then it rounds out with just a solid coffee note at the end. Yeah, it's like a good coffee. And then once you swallow and breathe out, I pick up some of that rum, like that rum caramel. As you breathe out after taking the sip. Oh, yeah. You get that kind of rum. So it kind of runs the gambit on the flavor profile here. There, it has a little bit of everything. It has a few distinct flavors that end up tasting real good together. Yeah, I really like this beer. And if this isn't what a tropical style is supposed to taste it like, should. it should. It, it should really be. should. Because it tastes great. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, we nailed the, we nailed the flavor on this I one, mean, I think. I don't want to toot our own horn unnecessarily, but this is necessary. This this beer is spectacular. Yeah, I it no it. So so far, we have we have a few like must rebrews. Yeah, this is this is on that list. The cream ale and the Australian. Yeah, I think are the three <clears throat> big ones right now that we're yeah, like. Those are three big like locked in recipes. Th- basically, th- yeah. This this recipe is golden. If we if we start a brew here, we're gonna have things that nobody has. Because <laughs> so far, the two things we've liked the best are two things we've never tried. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then as cream ale for some reason. I, I love this beer. I, I love it, too. All right. Mouthfeel. It's, it's excellent. Medium full to full body, often with a smooth, creamy character. Uh, may give a warming but never hot impression uh, from alcohol presence. Moderate to moderately high carbonation. Yeah, I mean this is it's full bodied. This is this is yeah, full bodied well, and it's pillowy, like almost like yeah, not not chewy, but when you said like that marshmallow, I was like, that's what that that's like a feel. like 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 a moon pie. Well, I was thinking like a marshmallow cream whip. Oh, like okay, that kind of like fluff. texture without that all that sugar in your mouth. Yeah, but that sort of texture. That's kind yeah. of what it feels like. Oh, yeah, like but in a beer and actually liquid but it's very full mm-hmm. it but fills your mouth up but it's not filling like i was i was downing these uh yesterday and it was 88 degrees out and i'm sitting out drinking stouts yeah and that's this is very full mouth feel but once you swallow it it doesn't feel heavy in your stomach it's just a like so it, it's 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 defying the laws of beer it is <laughs> like <laughs> Bananas and coffee taste good. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. Mass chaos. My mouth is full, but my stomach isn't. I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know what to do, but I love this. Uh, comment, surprisingly refreshing in a hot climate. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there yeah. you have it. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, I think I think we nailed her, man. Uh, I'm going to give this one the big old green check. In the- oh, it's definitely a green check. We've got a summer stout. I've never heard that term. <laughs> like this, it, tra- it transports you to the Bahamas right here. It really like. does. It's well, all the fruits and then the rum exhale and the coffee. That's kind of like a tropical getaway. Put, in a, put a little umbrella in this and, and you slap me and call me Shirley. Like God you know damn. what? I think if you put an umbrella with two or three banana chips spiked on that toothpick. Nah, man, you can't spike a banana chip. It'll crack. No, you can spike them. They're usually a little bit just, like, tender in the middle. I don't know, but I don't know if I'd want to add... Like, I don't... No, don't add it. You just garnish it so it stays above the rim. But, see, I don't know if I want to draw attention to the banana. I would. Because I feel like that would throw people off. Well, I don't know if you'd necessarily tell people that it's 
banana in there. Well, no, but as soon as you garnish it with a banana chip, you're gonna you're gonna pull people like Blue Moon. Everybody immediately thinks of oranges because you garnish it with an orange. Yeah, but Blue Moon doesn't have a strong orangey flavor. <coughs> but you think about it immediately. So as soon as you garnish it with with something, plus I don't like garnishes on my beer to begin with. I was just thinking if we were going tropic. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna put an umbrella in my beer. But if you did, you could do that. Make it look fancy. That's what. That's where I was going. Oh, okay, I'm not saying right. actually do it. I'm saying like it's tropical. Yeah. If you wanted to be like kind of retarded and stand in your driveway with an umbrella, I just I I'm sorry. I just had I just had an amazing <laughs> idea. <laughs> Shoot, you just oh, left. <laughs> like I did. I just I transported to another plane of existence here. <laughs> All right, now hear now hear me out. Now hear me out. A firkin of this mm-hmm. on toasted coconut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to complete your Caribbean trip. You don't even need to go now. Served in half of a coconut. Just Yes. We have a glass of the Caribbean right here for you. <laughs> Cancel that $4,000 trip. Here you go. You're going to get everywhere and you're going to feel good doing it. I have no idea how much it costs to go to the Caribbean. Someone's no probably going to yell at me for that. Right? It doesn't cost that much. It's only $25. That or someone's going to be like, oh, where are you getting that trip? <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. I don't From know what Costco. it takes. From Costco. I don't know what it takes to go to the Caribbean. Disclaimer. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I do know what it takes to drink more of this beer and not it, much. Not much. <laughs> Basically, it being gone. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly, I'm having another one. Tonight, yeah. No, sure. it's... Oh. Well, it's nice that it's only 6%. It's like a nice stout that you love and... Oh, it's 6%. I can have another, what? actually. <clears throat> it's a contradiction. Like, summer stout is a contradiction. It, it is, but we have a summer stout. We, we made a summer stout. And it doesn't even... What I find interesting, something I noticed when I drank it, I'm going to take a sip here. It tastes kind of wrong in the, in the best way possible because when I drink it and taste those flavors, my tongue's like, ah, it should be getting warm with the alcohol. And then it's cool and refreshing and my tongue's like, wait, <laughs> what's going on What here? did you do? <laughs> well, and I, I like that... Um, it doesn't have the lingering, like, astringency that you get with high roasty stouts. Yeah. Um, like, you, you, you drink this, and it fades almost immediately. Like, it's very clean. It is. And you're ready for the next one. Uh, it's not super dry, though. So, like, you get that, uh, it's, so you're not immediately looking for your next sip, but you're like, (sighs) it's quenching. This beer is a pile of paradoxes. In one glass, and I love it. It's the tropical paradox, man. Every and that's the name. The tropical paradox summer stout. Yes. <laughs> if I saw that at a brewery, I'd be like, I gotta drink that. I gotta I try some tropical that paradox. That sounds really good. I want some now. I should change the uh, the name on. <laughs> yes. It's perfect. Tropical paradox. Tropical paradox. It's so close to paradise that it's like kind of a play on. Yeah. It. <laughs> All right, we got to move on to something. Yeah, we else. do. We, we can't. S- we can't circle jerk around this beer too much more. We will later. Yeah, and I mean, there's been some beers where we're like, "Oh, this was sad." Like the American Wheat. Yep. That was a sad beer. It was a sad beer. The Red, the Irish Red. 
That one was, well, I mean, yeah, it was kind of a sad beat. It was just sad because we knew we weren't going to like it, and then it lived up to what we expected. Yeah, it lived up to our expectations. Yeah. The cream yeah. ale was so great because we were like, ah, fucking cream ale. And, and then we're like, what? Oh, my God. Well, that happened when we tried the spotted cow, and we were like, wait, this is spot- spotted cow. Tastes this good? I've had a thousand of these. Yep. How does it taste good? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's pour some wine. Uh, Thomas had sent us uh, another bottle. Um, I'm gonna make a little jangly noise. Sorry, I gotta cut this thing off. Oh, okay. All right, that's fine. Uh, sent us another bottle of his wine. This one is a red. If you guys remember, a few weeks ago, uh, we tasted the mead, and the the sh- uh, the recipe is actually in the show notes of that episode. So if you missed that, go back and check out uh, that episode and. Uh, you can see all of the show notes in there. Uh, dude, I think there was a little... Is there a pulley thing? I don't know. I cut the shit out of it. Well, it's done now. I know. I'm just saying, man, there's a little pulley thing there. <coughs> well, you're right about that. It was there. <laughs> um, Thomas, I know you're listening. I'm going to apologize to you because I don't like red wine. I'm not a big wine guy either. But we'll we'll give it a fair shake. Your mead was out of this world, yeah. and I really want to carbonate it. Yeah. No, I'm going to give this a fair shake. Um, but, you know, going in, I'm not... Well, I don't I don't hate red wine. I don't taste it and be like, black, yuck. I got to throw up, like some people. But I just... I taste a red wine, and I'm like, tastes like red wine. I'm not really... I just don't have a palate for it. Not developed. <laughs> I'm um, some kind of noob... Well, yeah, and I mean, we're both wine noobs. We're beer guys. Yeah. Like, that's that's where our talents lay. But we are going to try it. We are. So, uh, I guess let's start with the nose. Did we get two bottles of this? Yep. Maybe on a future episode, we'll try it with someone who drinks wine. Uh, that's, a, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Get some opinions. Okay, uh, so it's I, I smell sweet. Um, like a dark cherry note, maybe? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Dark cherry. There's definitely dark cherry. I don't know if that's uh I don't know if that's a, a proper thing. wine thing or not, but that's what I'm getting. It's probably like mm, a dark pitted fruit. Uh, note. Smells a little communiony, like <laughs> <laughs> like when I was five. Like uh oh, you know what? Cranberry. Yeah, I get cranberry. A, I'm getting a lot of that mm, dark pitted fruit. Yes, aroma, yeah. and then some cranberry as well. Like Welch's man. We're going to dive into Welch's territory here. <laughs> I don't think it's going to taste like how we think it will if we th- go in thinking <laughs> that way. Uh, I, it's it's a deep, deep dark red. Um, it is. It is dark. And it's red. So, I mean. Yeah, you nailed hit the it. colors. Nailed the color. We know that. All right. Ready for the taste? All right. Oh, it's dry. Mm. A little sweet. Um, I don't think he oaked this. It doesn't taste like bitter ass like a lot of yeah. Red so, wines so you don't you don't have any of those uh, those barrel characteristics. Is that what I don't like in them? Probably like all the tannins from the from the barrel. I don't know. I don't like that it tastes like fucking stale old bitter ch- ass cheese. Yeah, that's, that's the barrel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm throwing out a lot of a lot of sweary bombs today. Mm-hmm. That's my bad. My um, bad it finishes real clean. 
I got really mad earlier today at some phone people. So. Yeah, you did. I, I saw the before and the after of that whole situation. <clears throat> my my phone broke at work today, and I had to go get it replaced, and it was a whole thing. Well, and, like, so I'm I'm sitting there getting ready to make breakfast, and I look out my back window, and I see a dude in a uniform <laughs> wandering around my backyard. And so immediately I'm like, why are there police in my backyard? Well, I'm going to go have to have a talk with them. Because they can't be out there without permission. So. You got all tough. I did. And then I opened the door and it's Rick and he's drinking a beer. I'm like, oh, you've already been in my house and stolen a beer. All right. <laughs> yep. That was the morning. <clears throat> um, okay. Man. We'll, we'll delve into my phone anger on, on Department of Defense yeah, sometime, yep. I'm sure. But. That's why I'm dry. That's I, I got in swearing. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I really like it's it's it it's tastes sweet. Good. It yeah, I, I don't I don't know wine flavors, so I'm I'm really struggling to try to pull any specifics out and I'm sorry about but that. This is probably the first wine I've had where I'd be like, I'll drink that again. I, I like it. I do like it. I, I do think like it tastes it. good. Um, it's not like it it's not the best thing I've ever tasted because I don't have a wine palate. So I can't tell you. Yep. But um, it tastes good, actually. It's super warming. Like, yeah, there's some booze here. Yeah, there is. Right on that back end is the only place it's known. Yeah, you're just like, ooh, this is good. Oh, I feel a little warm now. Uh, what do you think the ABV is on this? I know, so I can't guess, but I want to know what your guess is. I'm going to make a guess, but with a disclaimer, I don't, I don't know wine ABVs at all. But let me... Fifteen percent. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, twelve point one. Okay. Yeah, I have no so, idea. I mean, it's it's up there. Like it's in the double digits. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I don't know wine. Yeah, I don't even maybe V. So, uh, so basically, he he picked up some fruit juice. I suppose that makes sense because when I drink like like uh, some Irish cream liqueurs. Yeah, so I, I was I was talking to him about this, and he basically uh, ordered up some fancy fruit juice and threw some yeast in it. Some um, fancy fruit juice. Yeah, like some specific like wine. Oh, like wine, wine uh, uh, stuff. A must. Is that uh, what it's called? I don't know if it's called a must or not. He just there's said something. There's something. Thomas literally said fancy fruit juice. <laughs> he, he made it. He dumbed it down for us. <laughs> what a nice guy. I know. He's pretty much the best. <laughs> but um, I know there is something in the winemaking process called a must. And that might be like like a stick that I you think, use I to think poke it's basically the uh, it's it's the uh, you must drink beer part. But. <laughs> There's something <laughs> called a must. Um, so Thomas, if I'm right, make sure Casey doesn't forget it. If I'm wrong, just, just glance right yeah, over you that. Can, you don't need to talk All about right, it. Um, so the starting gravity for this was 1093, <coughs> and it finished out at 1001. Uh, what? 1053 and 1001? No, 1093. 1093. And 1001. Oh, she fell. She fell. She finished well, that's, out that's real That's why low. it finishes pretty nice and dry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, there's very little uh residual sweetness in there. Yeah. Um and I was supposed to make sure that I didn't tell you the ABV until after you had drank some. Was that specific instructions? Yep, those are yeah. specific instructions. <laughs> well, I have I like guessing games even if I don't yeah. know what, the, what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, guessing games are fun. Um Man, I, it's, it's, it's actually good. it's actually good red wine, which is 
you know. I now understand that song, Red, Red Wine. Red, red wine. <laughs> no, it's actually pretty good, which kind of surprised me. I thought I'd just be like, meh, red wine. But no. I'm not drinking the rest of this by myself. I was really hoping you would. Because we got a double IPA to down I know, too. but I can't. My workout is not going to happen tonight. No. And I'm staying here tonight, so. Ooh. Little yeasty, yeasty cake on the Oops, bottom no, there. It is all green. All <coughs> right. So now the important thing. You got uh, your your stuff up there. Yeah, I have my double I think, IPA. Hold up. Come on. Come on. We're gonna get there. There we go. All right. So, uh, our this is the <coughs> double IPA episode, which is style twenty two A, in the BJCP style guidelines. Um, oh, we should probably open these and taste these while we're kind of going through the style, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, are you going to, we going to do this or are we just, man, we're just going to talk about it. I just want to keep going back to this tropical stout. <laughs> I do too. We have too much uh, good stuff on the show today. What do we do? Uh, I'm, I don't know though, because we talked about stone and me. That's true. You and Stone are. Uh, you guys I've have never. Conditions. I've had probably seven beers from Stone. I've never liked one of them. So uh, yeah, we are uh, and tasting. That's, I don't think Oops. there's anything wrong with Stone. I think there's something that they do that my mouth just doesn't mm. like. And this is old too. Shit. Oh no. Yeah. Why didn't you look at that? Maybe I'll like it then. Maybe. You were about a. Yeah, this is about uh, five months old now. Yeah. That was my bad. Though you were there when I was buying it. Well, I don't blame myself. I blaming you because I don't want to blame myself. We are, we are, we do get along pretty well in that respect. <laughs> we're like the same guy. Right. I'm <clears> trying <throat> to. I, I don't need that yet. Okay. So style twenty two A overall impression: an intensely hoppy, fairly strong pale ale. Without the big, rich, complex maltiness and residual sweetness and uh, body of an American barley wine. Strongly hopped, but clean, dry, and lacking harshness. Drinkability is an important characteristic. This should not be a heavy sipping beer. This should be a heavy chugging beer. Okay. Aroma. A prominent to intense hop aroma. That typically showcases American or New World hop characteristics. Citrus, floral, pine, resinous, spicy, tropical fruit, stone fruit, berry, melon, etc. <coughs> Sorry. Most versions are dry hop and can have an additional resinous or grassy aroma, although this is not absolutely required. Some clean malty sweetness may be found in the background. Fruitiness, either from esters or hops, may also be detected in some versions, although a neutral fermentation character is typical. Some alcohol can be usually oh can usually be noted, but it should not have a hot character. Uh, appearance color ranges from golden to light orange copper. Most <laughs> modern versions are fairly pale. Good clarity, although unfiltered dry hop versions may be a bit hazy. Moderate uh, size, persistent white to off-white head. 
Hot flavor is strong and complex and can reflect the characteristics of modern American or New World hop varieties. You don't have to read all those again. All those. High to absurdly high hop bitterness. Absurdly high. <laughs> um, low to medium malt flavor. Generally clean and grainy malty. Although low levels of caramel or toasty flavors are acceptable. Low to medium fruitiness is acceptable, but not required. A long, lingering bitterness is usually present in the aftertaste, but should not be harsh. Dry to medium dry finish. Should not finish sweet or heavy. A dry, clean, smooth alcohol flavor is not a fault. A light clean. <clears throat> oh. Wow. Oh, I, I skipped up a line when yep. I went through that. Um, a light, clean, smooth alcohol flavor is not a fault. Oak is inappropriate in this style. You keep your oak out of my double IPA. Inappropriate. Maybe slightly sulfury, but most examples do not exhibit this character. Yeah, so don't put your sulfur in there, guys. Just don't. <clears throat> keep your sulfur out, but for sure, none of no your oak. oak. No oak. Keep your oak in the tree. <laughs> None um, of those boards. <laughs> Mouthfeel. Uh, medium light <coughs> to medium body with a smooth texture. Medium to medium high carbonation. No harsh hop-derived astringency. Restrained smooth alcohol warming is acceptable. All right. Comments. A showcase for hops, yet remaining quite drinkable. The adjective double is arbitrary and simply implies a stronger version of an IPA. Imperial, extra, extreme, or any other variety of adjectives would be equally valid. Although the modern American market seems to have now coalesced around the double term. Uh, history. <clears throat> uh, an American craft beer innovation first developed in the mid, uh, mid to late uh, 1990s. Back in the 1990s, uh, reflecting the trend of American craft brewers pushing the envelope to satisfy the need of hop aficionados for increasingly intense products, uh, became more mainstream and popular throughout the 2000s and inspired additional IPA creativity. So it helped push along one of our favorites. Yeah, a couple of our favorites. Yeah. Characteristic ingredients. Clean two-row malt is typical as a base grain. An excessively compressed, complex grist can be distracting. Crystal-type malts often muddy f the hop flavors and are generally considered undesirable in significant qualities. Quantities. <clears throat> Jeez. Sugar or other highly fermentable adjuncts are often used to increase attenuation as our lower temperature mash rests, can use a complex variety of hops, typically American or New World, often with cutting edge profiles, providing distinctive, scroll, 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 differences. Modern hops with unusual characteristics are not out of style. American yeast that can give a clean or slightly fruity profile. Oh, sorry. Was, <laughs> I was I was I was thinking uh, about other stuff here. Um, 
style comparison. Okay. Uh, bigger than either an English or American IPA in both alcohol strength and overall hop level, bittering and finish, less malty, lower body, less rich, and a greater overall hop intensity than an American barley wine. Typically not as high in gravity uh, alcohol as a barley wine since high alcohol and malt uh, tend to limit drinkability. Vital statistics. IBUs should be 60 to 120. Some big IBUs on this bad boy. Well, and the the palate, it's it's, uh, said to say, can only determine up to about 100 IBUs. So anything over that is just ridiculously excessive, (laughs) stupid dogfish head. (laughs) The SRM, however, 6 to 14. OG, 1065 to 1085. FG, 1008 to 1018. And an ABV of 7.5 to 10.0. That's a range. There. So some there. commercial examples. Uh, we have Avery, Maharaja, uh, Fathead's Hop Juju, Firestone Walker Double Jack, Port Brewing Hop 15, Russian River Pliny the Elder, be still my heart. That beer is so good. Uh, Stone Ruination <laughs> IPA and Three Floyd's Dreadnought. I think the I think the only two on there that I haven't had are Hop Juju and Hop Fifteen. Um, I think I'm actually the same. Oh uh, wait, I haven't had the Pliny. Oh no, yeah, I drank those. Yeah, I was gonna share them, but then I didn't. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alright, let's let's create. I've definitely had Firestone. I mean, it's under Imperial. Yep, it's under Imperial IPA. Oh, I had the Hot 15. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm not sure where I had that. But Port Brewing, yeah. I think my friend Jesse had a bottle of it. <clears throat> and we tried it. And he's a Bud Light guy. Oh, yeah? I'm not sure where the hell he got it, but he did not like it. And so I drank the rest of it, and it was pretty good. But now we have Rune Nation. Uh, what SRM are we shooting for? SRM was 7 to 14, I believe. Let me check here. Okay. 6 to 14. Oh. Rick, what a disappointment. Right, I, think, I think I have a grist. I think I have a grist here. Huh? Um, what What's our OG looking for? Uh, sorry. I you switched to the wine. I mistook the wine and the beer. <laughs> <laughs> that was not what my mouth was expecting. Oh, uh, but I guess before we do, we would do the recipe. We should probably talk about the stun reanimation we're drinking. Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. So I just wrecked my palate with a giant swig of wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So appearance-wise, it fits to a T. It does. Golden color, big off-white head that stuck around for ages. Um, aroma, big hop flavors. You're you're getting resin and citrus, and even five months old, this still has great aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting a little bit of malt sweetness in it now because uh, the hops are starting to fade because it is so old, but not not a whole lot. It's not as bad as yeah. You can still taste everything. Um. Flavor-wise, 
Get a lot of hop character. Like I, I get uh, resin, uh, just resiny, piney notes, mm-hmm. um, with a little bit of citrus, and then some some alcohol and malt sweetness on the back end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, finishes super dry, very drinkable. All right. What are your? Th- I, I don't like it. No, it's another I, stone. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you like the the yeast that stone uses. It might be that. I don't know what it. I've, I've had Stone Stout. Uh, they, they did a Stone takeover at Common Man, and I tried all five of them. Didn't like any of them. Okay. I tried another one after that, and then this will be, I think, my yeah, seventh. Yeah, so it has to be, I, it, like, it has to be the, their house house strain of East, then, is the I only thing I can think of. It's got, I don't know what it is. I And I can't point out what I don't like about it. It just my, doesn't jive I with you. I just don't like it. No, that's fine. And I can taste all that stuff. It's the... It's the back end that I don't like on any of them. Mm. So when I drink it, the nose and the body are just fine. And I, I so I can get down with, you know, you can, it's got a good yeah. flavor up until that end that I just don't like. And I don't know why. I, right. But I guess that's just huh? mean stone. Yeah. I, I feel like it fits the style. This fits the style I, perfectly. I, I think and... it does. Judging, I can't taste anything but not, not enjoyment on the back end. Yeah. But from everything what I can up taste, to that point, but from what I can taste, like up to that, it definitely fits style. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. A liquid poem to the glory of the hop is what the tagline on this is. But yeah, I want to like them, and I got nothing against Stone. It's all me. It's clearly all me. One hundred percent. I just don't know why. All right. All right. So here's 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 my grist idea, and I want to know what you think. I want to um, hear it. 13 pounds of U.S. two-row, right? That's a big one. And then two pounds of victory malt. Just a touch. Uh, so victory malt's going to give us color okay. and, like, a biscuity note that I think will play well. Kind of round out that that the malt bill a little bit. That way we're not, we're not adding any of those stupid crystal malts that can muddle hop flavors. We're just adding something to give it a little bit more depth. Yeah. And some color. So that'll put us uh, at 1077 for an OG uh, with an SRM of 9. Uh, what was our OG? Uh, 1077. 1077. Plop us it's right, directly in the middle. Right in the middle <clears throat> of that range. And our FG? Uh, we're not at FG. Oh, yeah, we haven't done the yeast. yeast. All right. So now the important bit, the hop mm-hmm. bill. Yes. So the last the last one we did we went all new world tropical hops. I feel like we should kind of like be, this is this is a 90s early 2000s style. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking we should go back to those hop roots a little bit, you know? I like that idea. Like do some Centennial <laughs> and Cascade. Let's make a Friends era. Yeah. IPA. Yeah, something that Chandler Bing mm. would have drank. Yeah. <laughs> He liked craft. <laughs> I don't know if he did, but I think he seems he seems like a dude that would. I think he did. I think he Well, he was the most likely to out of all of them. Joey wasn't drinking craft beer. Should we do should we do Oh three? Ross might have though. Oh yeah. Should we do three hops? Should we do Cascade, Centennial, and Columbus? Or do you think that it might get a little too <clears throat> I, I, I think we I'd should go stick with two. with two, yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking Centennial and Cascade. Two classics. Yeah. Just go with those '90s classics. All right. Um, I, when we taste this beer, 
I'm going to show up wearing a windbreaker for sure. Dude, we're going to... With my Walkman. All right. And we're not going to dry hop it. Okay. Because there there was no dry hopping back then. That's a new thing. Yeah. Dry hopping is fairly new. So (laughs) uh, what kind of IBU Ranger uh, you you got us there? 60 to 120. Oops. Okay. So we're looking at 60 and 60... Ross would have been beyond beer to wine, though. All right, and then just just thinking out loud. What? I just I th- I said I bet Ross would have been so far beyond beer he'd be a wine aficionado. Chandler Bing, you're our guy. Man, I can get us up to 109 IBs, but I feel like that's too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not just do it for no reason. (laughs) All right. um, 70 seems too low. Yeah, I'd like to shoot for like 80 to 90. Okay. A good range. Just because that sounds more midline. How about 86? Extreme. Yeah, it sounds Uh, good. You know what? Hang on. I I I can fix this. Fix it then. Fix it. Ooh, that's 96. That seems a little high. Yeah, I think under 90 would be good. Oh, you know what? Hang on. What if we ditch that? What are the IBUs on this stone? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, 88. There we go. All right. I'd like to see what this is, just to have kind of a point of reference. Um, Is it on the bottle? I didn't see it on the bottle. Uh, you know where it might be is on Beer Advocate. Yeah, check that, because my phone doesn't have anything on it. <laughs> Advocate. Or, you know what? Untapped is probably better. Let's just... That's what I was thinking about yeah, searching, and then I realized I don't have Untapped. Ruination. Because my rental phone is an iPhone 4. All right, this first thing that pops up is the Stone Brewing site, and they're usually pretty good about putting... Okay, I gotta put my date in here. Oh, of course you do. Because you can't lie about that. No. God, no, I don't know why they don't just put that in bars. IBU's 100 plus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 80 to 90 would be a good range okay. for us. So, here's what I, here's what I have, um, and this will put us at 88 uh, calculated IBU's. At 60 minutes, two ounces of Centennial and half an ounce of Cascade. Mm-hmm. Then at 15 minutes, uh, an ounce and a half of Cascade. All right. And that gives us 88 IBUs. I like it. Let's lock those in. All right. Like then that. yeast, I'm honestly just thinking 1056, man. Just do it. Just American Ale. Like, you don't got to go fancy on this. You want something clean, something that'll chew through it. The other thing that we could do is we could use the San Diego Super Strain. And that would potentially... Is that 90s? No. Well, I mean... 
Not super. Well, okay, that's not going to eat. That's not chewing through enough stuff. Here, let's. Oh, then we might have to. Yeah, let's try. What is the San Diego <laughs> Super Yeast WLP of 90? Woo! Super Yeast. Well, hang on. What kind of madness can we get into? Um, <laughs> WLP O90. Let's see what kind of San Diego super yeast. Um, low ester producing strain that results in a balanced neutral flavor and aroma profile, alcohol tolerant. And yeah, you know what? Let's use the WLP 090. Let's do um, it. Yeah. It's 090. It's right. from the 90s. And it's going to give us, uh, it says it's going to drop us down to 1016, which I think is in that range. Um, and we've been dropping lower. But yeah, that's that's within the final gravity range. Sure is. Um, and that'll give us an ABV of 8%. Nice. We're in there. We're in there. Oh, you know what we can do? Thought. <clears throat> Thought. Tell me about it. Hang on, let me see what she's going to look like here. If I do this... I um, want to see what she's going to look like here. What am I doing? What is going on? What is this? I don't know how to work Ooh. Yeah, man. All right. Thought, thought. A pound of dextrose. Dry her out a little bit. On top of all that? Yep. And then we'll, then we'll get pumped up to 9% on our ABV. What what do our gravities look like? Uh, Not ten, much different. Um, OG gets bumped up a little bit. Final gravity stays about the same. Okay, what's our OG? Uh, 1086. Oh, but you're one point over style. Oh, shit. All right, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll ditch the... Oh, man, but I want that drying don't, characteristic. Don't ditch all of it. Just ditch a little of it. Just enough to get into style. Because if our starting we do half numbers... A, we'll do half a pound of dextrose. Okay. There we go. You could do three and quarters the, of a pound. Well, so. no. Well, half a pound puts us at ten eighty one. I bet you could do three quarters if you want, because you can get up to ten eighty five. Well, that puts us at ten eighty four. Yeah, that's all right. fine. All right, we'll do point seven five. As long as then. all our numbers are in style to begin with. We're yes. Good. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, that puts us at nine. Probably a little bit over nine percent. With eighty four IBUs, nine SRM. We're making a big old beer here. I'm going to lock that in, man. That is locked. Lock it in. Saving recipe. <coughs> it's locked. We've had a long episode today. Only 55 minutes. <laughs> to be fair, we got a lot of stuff done. We, we did. And we, we hadn't, we hadn't talked for, uh, for a while, so yeah, good to catch up. Well, hopefully you guys didn't get mad about the running long. Sorry about th- sorry that you guys are getting more content. We really we, <laughs> I'm really sorry, sorry about, about that. that. <laughs> oh, sorry, dear. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, you know. You bet. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Um, and I just want to remind you that you can help support us by, hang- by heading over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios. Um, and even a dollar a month really helps us out. Or if you want to click on the Become a Patron link at the bottom of our homepage, 
uh, you can help us directly there. Uh, or if you want to help a little, in a little bit more indirect manner, you can do any Amazon shopping. Go ahead and head on over to blindnewstudios.com and click on the Amazon link on our homepage. Uh, then know all of your Amazon shopping, and we get a bit of kickback from Amazon. It's super. It's super easy for you to do, and it really helps us out. Like it, it's surprising how much that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or if you want to uh, sh- like send us some beer and you're following along in the Every Style Challenge, uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com, or you can find all of our contact information at blindnewstudios.com slash contact, or just click on the contact link in our uh, homepage there. Um, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blind studios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. Um, that about wraps up our show today. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.